Merry Christmas, everyone. It is great to be here, and uh, I'll be honest, with a welcome like that, it's good that I'm not going to quit while I'm ahead. So, it's finally arrived, and how exciting. I love Christmas. The decorations look as wonderful as the day they were put up in the supermarkets at the end of August. And that's one of the parts of Christmas that we are probably recognizing is changing. Shops are increasingly bringing Christmas nearer and nearer and nearer to summer. It's their peak trading time. And then we see adverts on radios, we see them on advertising hoardings, we see them on magazines. And you'll know if you've got children, nieces, nephews, etc., that every time they come on, what they want for Christmas changes very quickly. They're all offering us the must-have gift. Every year, you see in the newspapers, they cannot wait to release the top 10 must-have gifts of the year. And I've got a few to show you. So if these adverts are indeed correct, I believe we've got something for everyone here. So I've got three must-have gifts from yesteryear to show you today. I've got one for the ladies I've got one for the men, and I've got one for the young people. And I'll need some audience participation, and I'll tell you what I require, and I'll tell you when I need it, so fret ye not. So this one is for the ladies in the room. Now, I am going to just have a quick look at where my nearest exits are. (laughs) So this is a historical must-have gift. It's a guarantee. 1967, this Christmas, she'll be happier with a hoover. Look at the look on her face. That screams delight to me. Now, this is where I'm going to need some audience participation. So, ladies and listen, gents. Quiet as a church mouse now. I really recommend this. I need a cheer or a boo, ladies, if you think this is a must-have gift. Let's hear it. I don't understand that. That is, that's the must-have gift from 1967. Okay, well, let's try something for the men. And this one, this one I've got history with, let me tell you. This one I am supremely confident about. Let's bring this one up. High karate aftershave for men. Considered so alluring, the advert said, be careful how you use it. Now, I've got history with high karate because my father used to have some. That's how I know it. (laughs) I'm far too young to remember it as it was. And I can't tell you in fairness whether or not this is what first allured my mother to my father. I can't tell you that. I'm not ruling it out. Well, surprise, surprise, ladies and gentlemen. I have an original bottle here of high karate. I'm just going to see if it has retained over the year. And I don't want to spill this because I've got to give this to somebody for Christmas, Dad.
Well, be careful how you use it. Good Lord, that would wake the dead. Let's try something for the young people. I actually own this. I actually own this. So this one here was the 1987 gift of the year. It is the original Generation 1 Game Boy. Black and white, tiny screen, smaller than my mobile phone. This is mine. That is original box, ladies and gentlemen. Doesn't work anymore. It doesn't work anymore. It's one of those ones that you have to blow 300 times in the cartridge, twist it round. Just doesn't work anymore. And it's clear, isn't it? That the world's must-have gifts change. In fact, if we're honest, very rarely does a must-have gift of the world make it back into the top 10 two years in a row. Very, very rarely. And in fact, if we're really honest, these must-have gifts that we like to get, they don't really pique our curiosity or interest after a period of six months. But there is one must-have gift that still stands today. One gift that has captivated an estimated 2.2 billion people on the earth currently. To put that into context, that's a little under one in three. One gift that if you search the internet's biggest internet retailer for his name, one gift that if you search the world's biggest internet retailer for his name, over 400,000 purchasable options appear. And that's in the UK. That when you search him on the internet's most popular search engine, over one billion references appear in a nanosecond. As we heard earlier, Isaiah 9.6 says, For unto us a child is born. Unto us a son is given. And that child and son is Jesus. So what is it about this Jesus, this gracious gift that was given to us, that has not lost his appeal thousands of years later? What is it about Jesus that captivates all these people? Well, the must-have gift for me has got to be multifunctioning. It has to be irreplaceable. And even better if it's used every day. Jesus, to me, meets all of those requirements. There are things that Jesus does for me that no one else and nothing on this earth can do for me. Jesus washed away my shame. No one else could do that for me. Jesus looked out for me through all my personality flaws. I'll give you an example. I was on a train the other day. We were heading up to London, my wife and I. It was rammed. You know what it's like when you get on public transport and you're stood like that and people who get on are shouting, move down, and you think, I've got nowhere to go. And as we moved into the centre of the carriage like this, I spied a man on his seat. You know the ones. Sat on the aisle seat, bag on the empty seat, bag on the floor. Well, I thought, no. Not today, buddy. This is the season of goodwill. My wife is standing. You're about to get taught a lesson. And as I looked down at the yellow strap on his bag, I thought, I'm going to tap him on the shoulder, and I'm going to say, not today. Do you know how rude you are? 
as I considered doing this, I looked at the bag strap with a, in a yellow colouring, and it moved. But that's what guide dogs do when they try and get comfortable. <laughs> because Jesus was a gift to us, there's a choice. We can choose not to accept it. We can choose to receive it. We can enjoy it. And we can forget about it or we can return it. Or we can accept Jesus and let him change our lives. We can pray to him and ask him to heal, restore and strengthen us. This must have gift, Jesus Christ. That's what he's done for me. What has he done for you that no one else can? What has Jesus done for you that nothing else could? Today is a celebration of Jesus, God's gift to us. Let's go about our day celebrating him with the people we love. And in the next year, let's share the news of this gift with those around you who desperately, desperately need him. It's the best gift they'll ever receive and we don't have to wait until Christmas to give it to them. God bless you. Have a Merry Christmas.